0: This is episode 44 of season three of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we will be celebrating our two year anniversary.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan, and this is season three of Runner Girls. Three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less.
2: Yes, it is season three, but also it is our two year anniversary. Woohoo! Yay! Yay, Yay, yeah. We've been doing this for two years now. Can't hardly believe it's been that long. But more on that later. First, I'm curious to hear how everybody's doing katie i guess by now your bridesmaid duties are over
0: they are yes (laughs) everyone survived everything went amazingly well Okay. um no huge snafus there were only a couple of like little details that didn't go exactly the way she had planned at the reception But as far as ceremony and big details and everybody ending the night in one piece, um, being legally married, it all worked out. And it was really beautiful. And I just hope that she loved it as much as everyone else did. So
2: I imagine I'm sure she left with a smile on her face
0: definitely they left in a horse and carriage it was a very like cinderella-esque moment very much her if you knew her um but the night ended with the sparkler send-off and they got into a horse and carriage and rode off to the hotel oh my gosh yeah
2: it's so like fairy (laughs) tale-ish
0: definitely yes definitely awesome well
2: that's great and how are you feeling now
0: um, exhausted <laughs> because I was pretty much sleep deprived for half of the week from Thursday on. Basically, there was very little sleep to be had finishing up wedding details. So um, got back late, late, late Saturday night and have just been resting Sunday and today. So <laughs> I, um, I've been taking it easy. But I feel better knowing that it's all over and that everything went the way that she wanted. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It
2: just sounds like a wonderful, happy ending. It makes me so happy
0: to hear. And they left for the Bahamas this morning, so her ending got even better. Oh, awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure after... How long are they going to be down there? Um, Actually,
0: almost 10 days.
2: Wow. Okay, yeah. so after... Well over a week in the Bahamas. Whatever minor little details <laughs> didn't go as planned during the wedding is going to be long forgotten.
0: Yes, that's that's what we're all hoping for.
2: Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Megan, how are you doing? Are you uh back to doing your trainings? Yes, I am. It's lovely.
1: And as I I'm sick again. Oh but no. I learned there's a brain reason behind that. Because apparently as teachers, we're constantly in go-go-go mode. So when we get the chance to relax, our body finally says, oh, okay, now you can get sick.
2: It puts so, down the defenses.
1: Yep. And so that's why teachers seem to get sick on break. Oh.
2: oh. And it's like the worst possible time, too. Yeah. So we
0: need to find something to keep us busy over break.
2: If only there were something. Mm. <laughs> what could it be? So um so how are you
1: feeling today, Megan? I'm good. It's I just have a cough and I'm pretty nasally congested. So the huge. <laughs>
2: now, you you seem to get sick a lot. Does Brad usually catch it from you? No. He doesn't. I think Brad is the carrier. The <laughs> evil carrier. I think maybe uh, this is this is my theory on getting sick, is that people who are under a lot of stress tend to get sick much more often than people. And I'm not saying Brad isn't stressed out, but I'm saying maybe you get more stressed during your oh, job. Yeah, I totally believe that. And I would not be surprised at all if that was the reason. I feel like it's true because I almost never get sick. It's very rare for me. And when I do, it's after I've been very, very stressed. So mm-hmm. I do find a correlation. And also sleep. I get a lot of sleep, and I think that helps, too. But oh,
0: yeah. sleep.
2: <laughs> Katie, you better catch up before it catches you.
0: I know. <laughs> That's the plan for this week. Trust me.
2: Good. Yeah, resting is good. I plan on doing a lot of that, too. Yes. Um, so, yeah, um I will get to why I need to rest in a little bit, but um before that, I I've had kind of a cool week. Um on Saturday, I got to see my father who I haven't seen in probably almost 20 years. Wow. Um yeah, he and my mom got divorced when I was really young, and I didn't see him a lot as a, as a child. He and when I did see him, it was um like I didn't know him he was almost like a stranger to me mm-hmm. so I pretty much had no relationship with my dad growing up and um as an adult I didn't know where he was or how to get a hold of him and the last few years I've been trying to find him and find out where he was and to get a hold of him so that he could meet his grandchildren and uh, uh, one of the reasons why it's been so difficult is that he's mentally disabled
0: mm-hmm. so
2: um it's hard to like he's not on the grid so it it was hard to track him down but um but we did we I found out where he was a few weeks ago and we finally got to go up there to see him in Manchester New Hampshire and so that he could meet Ethan and Anna and Jeff and it was awesome I mean it was just so good to see my dad again and to Oh, kind of talk great. about what I remember from my childhood and to find out, you know, what he's been going through. And, um, so that was really a big deal for me to see him and to know that he's okay. Cause that was one of the biggest concerns because of his condition. Um, in addition to his mental disability, he also has, um, awful seizures. And mm. so, um, like, we weren't really sure if he was even still alive. Um right. So to, to find him and to know that he's okay was just such a huge relief. And, and to know that um, I can go up and see him anytime I want, like, that's also awesome. And hopefully he can start to have a relationship with his grandchildren, too. So, um, so that was the highlight of my week. But in addition to that, there's, like, so much more going on. Um, I've just been, like, kind of obsessed with the news lately for our area because – um, I mentioned on past episodes that i'm always nervous running around North Conway and Freiburg area because there was a girl who disappeared from that area um She just came home this past week after being gone for nine months oh, and wow. yes, yeah, so, and she's okay um very tired and I guess um not like in super healthy condition but she's mm-hmm. she's okay so um that's like a huge like weight you know that's that's been released also um she's back with her family and they actually today made an arrest in the case of a of a man who was um charged with kidnapping so hopefully that gets resolved soon and in addition to that there's this whole boycott of a supermarket chain in my area there's this supermarket called Market Basket that You know, I grew up growing to my whole life and um, not as much as an adult, but it's definitely been like a huge presence in the Seacoast area. And recently their CEO got fired and all of the employees and um, many of the customers started boycotting. Um, The employees went on strike and protesting and the um, employees started um, boycotting, like not shopping there anymore, um, basically because the the CEO is like so well loved. He's like really big on customer service and keeping prices low. Um, This past year he gave like, he was almost going to be fired like a year ago by the same board. And when the customers spoke up and the employees spoke up on his behalf, they saved his job. And he returned the, as a thank you gesture, gave back to everybody with a 4% um, discount off of every purchase for like the entire year. So, I mean, that just shows like how much he just loves giving back to his company and his, his employees and the customers. Anyway, he got fired. And since then, people have been boycotting and protesting. And there was a board meeting on Friday. And he basically made an offer to purchase the remaining shares of the company so that he would regain control of the company and be the CEO again. Um, and so over the weekend, people are still boycotting because they don't want, basically, they, they want to make sure that he gets reinstated. So nice. um, they called an emergency board meeting tonight, and they are um, basically deciding whether they're going to accept the offer, which I think it's gonna definitely going to go that way. But I'm like, oh, I've been on the edge of my seat all night, like following this story, like waiting for <laughs> updates. So... I haven't been 100% show-focused tonight, um, and I'm going to try to not talk about it anymore unless I hear, like, that they, that they won or whatever, but, um, but that's what's been going on here. Like, so much, so much news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of overwhelmed. Okay. Um, and other things have been going on with me, but we will get to that in the training. Are you girls ready to talk about your running? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, Megan, last week you were super busy with your sister's wedding, and you weren't able to run, but you had a race coming up. Um, How did that go? I pulled a Sue.
1: (laughs) What do you mean by that? (laughs) I went out way too fast. Oh. Way too fast.
2: (laughs) Well, I don't go out way too fast. I mean, I pull it off in the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, I didn't pull it off in the end. I'm not as practiced as Sue. Um my first 2 miles were probably in the 9s which is really oh, good.
2: Oh wow. Low 9s, high 9s, just curious.
1: Mid 9s. Okay. Mid to high. Okay. Which I have never consistently done for more than
2: a mile. Basically you were setting off at 30 minute 5k pace. Uh-huh. Okay. And then
1: kind of quit at uh mile 2 and a quarter. What do you mean, like, I cl- just it was too fast. My um, and I know what it is now because I felt it. My IT bands were too tight. Yeah, I hadn't stretched them, and so after running on them so hard, they kind of I like couldn't run at that pace anymore. Okay, because they were so tight, my quads and my IT band, and because my IT band usually is not one of my issues, it usually doesn't bother me. But you know what was sore after the race? IT band only. Mm. (laughs) And I knew exactly where it is from the podcast. I'm like, oh, that's my IT band. You're (laughs) lovely. Thanks. (laughs) So, I mean, it was really good as in with more running, I can do it. Yeah. It's not – if I could maintain nines for two miles, I can do it for um, three.
2: We're yeah. Right. It, it sounds like you have the speed but just not the aerobic base.
1: Yes. And I didn't use my inhaler at all and I'd still been dealing with this cold, right? Cold thing. Yeah. Mhm. And it was um in the 90s.
2: Oh gosh. Oh.
1: Low 90. Well, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm just thinking maybe a you know 30 minute 5K is not going to happen during July
2: probably <laughs> may not, not be the best time to try but you gave it you sounds like you gave it a great effort i did and um brad
1: didn't run so and when i um find my usb for my garmin i will upload it so i can get the stats and post it oh great but right now i can't transfer anything from my garmin to anywhere because i don't have the usb <laughs> Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna I think I might eBay one if I can't find it because right you get a new watch you get a new USB that means people have extras
2: yeah yeah I imagine I have one but I need mine so exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't take yours
1: from you but it's just it's because I had it and then I don't have it anymore so I didn't take it anywhere these are the things where I'm like, "Ah, oh, I want to see my mile times because they were calling them out and I passed mile 1 at 10:26. Not chip timed though." Right. And I was literally the last person over the mat. Oh wow. So So you mean at the start of the race?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. I was
1: the very last person they let over the mat for chip timed.
2: Okay. So did you did you get the final official results?
1: It was like 34 Okay. which has been my average. So yep. that's what I'm going to use for my um, paces.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's good.
1: Because that's what I've been, all three of my races this summer have been 33, 34. Okay. Which is, that sounds right because besides that one 30, I did last year, my fastest was 34:14. Yeah. So 34 has been, it's a strong starting point. It's not off.
2: Yeah, it sounds accurate then. Yep. And um it probably probably would even have been a little lower if you had just paced yourself a little better. Yes,
1: and it could have. I was it was really bad pacing and I was from starting at the back where there were walkers. Yeah. I spent a lot of it trying to speed up to get to a good um group of people who weren't walking mm-hmm. and the race is not set up for PRing, especially if you start at the back. There are a lot of people who run three people wide and don't Mm. move over for anybody coming up. They don't – they won't move to the side for a faster runner. So you spend a lot of time going around people, which is fine because it's a family race. But if you're going for a PR starting at the back of the pack, it sucks.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know, like, where to place yourself. Yeah,
1: and I think these people are not – it's set up in, like, a subdivision too. So I think it brings in a lot of not – like hardcore runners, more of a right. family group. So a lot of them don't they don't know where to pace themselves or understand the importance of if you're going to walk, please
2: don't start in the middle or all of that. Right. So um did you have any other runs this past week? No. Okay. So um you haven't yet started your half marathon training. What are your plans for this week? 3 runs.
1: And I don't really
2: care what they are. Three runs. Okay.
1: And I mean, the low today is eighty. That's my low. So I might switch to treadmill running mm-hmm. for a little bit because if the low is eighty, that's pretty depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was it's like sixty two percent humidity with a low of eighty. Yeah. And that's not going to be now. <laughs> right. The temperature right now says it is 85. So. Wow. Oh, summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely. And mm-hmm. I, it's just one of those things where when I heard that driving home today, they're like, yeah, our low today is going to be 80. I was like, are you kidding, me
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> With 74% humidity.
2: So 74% humidity with a low of 80. Nice. But hey, you um you always seem to claim to like it down there. Where it's... <laughs> hey,
1: I'm debating that lately. <laughs> North Carolina looks really nice right now. It got into the 60s at night when I was
2: there. So, <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. Um and one thing that I was um going to say and I know I've said this before, but you know, having, you know, with you having um noticed the IT band problems, um, I would really encourage you to check out the IT band strengthening exercises because they have been really, really helpful for me. And it couldn't hurt.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm all for it now that I know that they can bother me.
2: Yeah. Um, the ones that I do only take probably, like, 15, 20 minutes tops to do. And on a, a lot of times I would do them, like, two twice a week but sometimes I would just do them once a week but even that was enough to prevent me from having problems crop up so so yeah I hope you get that worked out because I would hate for it to get worse as your distances get longer
1: yeah and I know part of it was sitting a lot this like driving and then sitting at home and Mm -hmm. I sat in trainings for four days last week
2: Mm -hmm.
1: literally just sitting for seven hours a day so, I know that already tends to make it tighter. Yeah. And I didn't stretch on Friday at all. So, I went in not as stretched as I could have.
2: Right. Yeah, I've been trying to, I've been debating lately, like, whether I should be stretching or not, because recently I hadn't been. And now I'm thinking maybe I need to go back to stretching, at least after my runs, because I did that all spring and didn't have any problems. And now I'm starting to, um, question that strategy (laughs) Mm. so um all right Megan well I hope that you get a solid weekend before your half marathon training starts me too thanks all right Katie you I imagine were very busy this past week what with the wedding and uh, all of your bridesmaids responsibilities so were you able to get any running in
0: That is a very good assumption, Sue, and (laughs) no, I was not. Um, Monday was when we recorded the show last week, so Tuesday and Wednesday I was kind of busy trying to get everything together here, ready to go back out of town for a few days of course, including everything that I needed for the wedding, got the phone call early Thursday saying, I need you now. <laughs> oh. So I ended up having to leave a day early uh, or earlier than I planned. Right. And pretty much from the moment I got into Lexington until right after the wedding, it was just nonstop either working on favors, or running errands, making sure everyone had what they needed, making sure vendors were paid, all that good stuff. So, non-stop go. Uh, There was a little bit of exercise that occurred during this entire process, which I'll get into when we talk about recommends. Okay. But um, running, unfortunately, was not one of those things that happened last week.
2: All right. Well, it sounds like it wasn't even an option so yeah
0: I mean it honestly wasn't it wasn't something where I was like oh I could go for a run right now but I just don't feel like it. I mean it was just literally non-stop go make sure this is done make sure this is done Um, but on the upside this week unlike Megan we are having very very comfortable temperatures here I'm still in (gasps) Kentucky I'll probably leave this weekend, I'm thinking I'll probably head back like Saturday or Sunday to South Carolina um, because we've had another cold front run through, which made for <laughs> treacherous driving Saturday night. Um, but comfortable temperatures outside, it's not supposed to get above like high 70s, very low 80s all week. Nice. Which, again, I know we always talk about the weather, but it's so bizarre this summer because. July is usually the hottest month of the year. They were talking on the news earlier today that the record for this day in July is 108 degrees here. <gasps> so, so for it to be, you know, 76 degrees outside for the high is outrageous. Um, but it makes for good running weather. So I am going to have the goal of completing at least two runs here this week.
2: Nice. And I know yeah. how much you love running in Kentucky, so... Hope exactly.
0: Well. And with that good temperature and good, good feeling and the air, I'm hoping that makes it a little easier as well.
2: Yeah. So what was the treacherous driving that you mentioned?
0: Well, where we had that cold front run through, it also created really, really bad thunderstorms. Oh. And so there were like some straight line winds, they think, um, that topped a speed of about 95 miles an hour. Knocking down, of course, trees and power lines and just crazy rain and wind and lightning and thunder. And we drove back, my parents and I drove back, they in their car and I following behind them after the wedding on Saturday night. And it's about an hour and a half drive. It ended up taking us two and a half hours to get back because the weather was so bad. Wow. Yeah. But we all made it in one piece, thankfully. And, um, then really we kind of dodged the bullet the next day because the worst weather was almost in a circle all around our area. Um, So it could have been much worse than it was and now thankfully we have the good side effects of the cold front as in the more temperate um, outdoor temperature.
2: Yeah, good, good. Maybe yeah. we'll get some of that. We're getting the storms now. I'm, I'm I guess they're just heading north. Right. Um it's crazy. It's been going on here tonight and I guess earlier this evening a tornado touched down in Hollis, Maine, which I have no idea like how close to us that is. I don't think it's that close, but mm-hmm. um but it's scary to think about. And one touchdown in Revere, Mass, too, and wow. Um left quite a bit of damage, so um, so yeah, that's, that's scary. I would not want to be driving out in that So I'm, I'm glad you got home. Okay. Yes, me too. All right. Well, I hope you're able to get a couple runs in, in Kentucky this week. Thanks. Well, um, last week I had a, oh, it was supposed to be, <laughs> notice how I'm starting off. It was supposed to be, <laughs> um, 39 miles my um ramp up week for mileage this week the start of my speed work my tempo runs and i also had a race this weekend um and there was some talk on the show last week about whether i should run my tempo workout on thursday or um run it easy instead and save my tempo workout for my race on sunday um that turned out to be a non-issue pretty much um but I had four miles easy on Monday, which went amazing, and I ran it faster than I should have, and maybe that contributed to what happened on Tuesday, which was my first speed workout of 12 intervals um, twelve intervals of 400s, and I managed to do four reps of the 400s, and noticed on the last one actually probably noticed on the third one that I was having some pain in my butt and going into my groin area and on the fourth one realizing that okay this is bad I can't do anymore and basically called the workout off for the day um, and I was a little um, uneasy about it the next day was a rest day so I just figured I would take Wednesday off Um, I thought I possibly had strained a muscle you know after having had a groin strain first time around half marathon training um, I kind of suspected that that was what was going on it was a very familiar feeling Um, and a lot of the residual pain was very similar to that as well where I couldn't like lift my leg up to get my pants on or whatnot and so I decided to take a f- few days off and to see how things felt. I ended up taking off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday and I noticed that, you know, while I was working those days that it was actually getting better. And Friday I had complete full range of motion again with no pain. Um I felt pretty good on Friday, so I decided um Saturday morning. Originally I was just going to take Saturday off too and um not do anything else before my race just give my body and as much time to heal as it as i could in in that time um but because i felt so good on friday i thought saturday i would test it out and i just did a mile really really easy i think maybe like a 14 or 15 minute mile something like that and the Mm -hmm. muscle felt tight the muscle i think that I injured was my piriformis a very deep muscle in my butt of um, my left butt cheek basically but the pain kind of extends down like into my groin so um, piriformis was what I suspected because it pushes right on that sciatic nerve and the nerve pain can extend into the groin and down the leg and that that was a little bit of what I had been feeling But Saturday I ran, and that one mile that I did wasn't painful at all. It just felt tight, like the muscle itself felt tight. Um, And so I made the decision Sunday that I was going to go ahead with the race for two reasons. Um, Mainly that I wanted to get my um, July race done because it was already the 27th, and I hadn't yet run a race in July. And my last remaining goal for the year is to run a race every month. So I didn't want to give up on that. And then the other reason is that I need to do this race to complete the Dover race series. I want to get that jacket. So um, so I decided to go for it. And the race that I was running on Sunday was the 603 Summerfest 10K, which on Daily Mile I jokingly called the Suckfest 10K. Um, very <laughs> hilly, very tough course. And I was thinking about it during the race and thinking like, you girls would rep. I would recommend you girls running the New Jersey half marathon before running a 10K on this course because <laughs> the elevation gain was in the 400s for just a 10K, Katie. And you know, running oh. Kentucky Derby, not Kentucky, was it
0: Run the Bluegrass? Run the
2: Bluegrass mm-hmm. that had similar elevation over the course of a half marathon. Right. Twice the distance. Um, It was tough. It was very, very tough. Um, I decided that I would attempt to do my uh, marathon pace that I would have done in my tempo workout, which is about 1030 pace. Mm
0: -hmm. I went
2: out. um, Oh, I did like a half mile warm up and I felt okay. Um, I went out at about um, what I thought was 1030 pace. The first mile ended up being about 1017. Second mile was about Ten thirty, 1030, ten thirty-three, something like that um and then about halfway through the second mile I started having pain and um as a result slowed my pace way down um and honestly I don't think I could have kept that pace up anyway on those hills but um the third mile I went through in like about somewhere around 12 minutes um and then the pain started getting bad and I decided you know if worse comes to worse and I'm definitely injured, you know, I'll just walk it in. I just want to get the race done. I'm not going for a PR. I don't need to run it hard. Um, so I decided I'll just walk it if I have to. Right. After that third mile, and I was having a lot of pain just running downhill at that point, um, I, I walked a large portion of that mile, um, but realized that, not only was I going slower, but it almost hurt worse than I, than it did when I was running. So I started mm. running again. Um, and so I ended up running the last two miles pretty much, um, except where I had to walk because of the the last hill, but it was, it was not good. Um, it was difficult and painful and, even though I finished, um, I, I thought my time wasn't terrible. I thought I might end up finishing in, like, an hour and a half. I ended up coming in at, like, 119-something. Oh, yeah. Um, so it wasn't terrible. Definitely my worst 10K so far, um, but not terrible considering my injury, um, but I knew afterward that I was wrecked and that I wasn't going to be running for the rest of the week and, uh, or for this week, actually. So, uh, um, and I haven't, of course, that was just yesterday that there was the race, but I can tell you for sure that I'm not going to be running this week or next week and possibly not the week after that, very likely Mm. not the week after that, because I am... Uh, seriously injured now, much worse than I was um, after my workout on Tuesday. Um, I had to stay home from work today because I could not get out of bed. Like It hurts to stand up. It hurt to move in the bed just to shift position. Uh, I can't walk without help. I mean, I can, but it hurts. <laughs> um, it's really, really bad. And I, I don't know that I regret doing the race, but I feel very stupid for like, how much injured like how injured I am now for having done it right I guess um I don't think it's likely that I'm going to be able to pull off the marathon training after I fully recovered from this injury um there is the possibility that I I can transfer to the half marathon and do that so right now I'm just going to listen to my body and take as much time as I need to recover and then see where I can go from that but um not going to pull any stupid moves right now. I'm, I'm definitely... I, I couldn't run now even if I wanted to. But um, but yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's the worst injury I've had running or otherwise that I can think of. So not much else to say about that. Uh, I screwed up. I'm hoping I'll be able to run by the end of August and get an August race in. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not going to if I'm in any kind of pain. So we'll see. So that was my week. Um, oh. sitting here, I'm actually laying on my couch tonight with a an ice pack, like under my butt. <laughs> I'm just I can't. I couldn't even sit up at the kitchen table. It just hurt to be in that position. So
0: yeah.
2: Well. I guess it was bound to happen. And, uh, you know, me being me, I question everything that I've done. You know, what did I do specifically that caused this so I can avoid it next time? Obviously, I shouldn't have run after injuring myself on Tuesday. I definitely should have waited at least another week. Um, But what caused that first injury? You know, was it um, lack of stretching? Was it... uh, Was it the stretching that I did? Because the one thing that I remembered was that my right butt cheek had been tight, like going into that workout. And so I had stretched it. I did a couple of um, piriformis stretches and butt stretches. And then in addition to that, I stretched my left side as well just to like balance things out. So if I'm stretching one side, I might as well stretch the other. Um, and even though it was my right butt cheek that was tight, it was my left one that I ended up injuring. So I don't know if it's because I stretched it or what. I don't know. So it, it I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm never going to find the reason why, you know, and how to avoid getting injured in the future. I just got to do my best to, keep up the strengthening and be smart once I am able to run again so right so yeah that was my training but on to happier topics let's talk about our two-year anniversary (laughs) is there a better word for it two-year birthday (laughs) I don't know anniversary
1: is good it's just majority of the time I hear anniversary it's um you know dating
2: yeah. we Well, we've been doing it for two years. That's what we're saying. Not doing That sounds like dating, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week, in lieu of our um, weekly topic and putting that injury series aside for this week, we're just going to talk about, hey, we've been doing this for two years now. So I know when we started, I was just looking for people to talk about running with. And you know that that's pretty much what the show is um but it, it to me it's become so much more than that like i didn't i it I didn't realize how invested I would become in you guys as runners, you know, and like how i how close to you I would feel now um it was just I wanted to vent pretty much, so it's interesting to see like where it's come so I'm curious to hear like how you girls thought about the podcast when you were you know when we were just starting out I was nervous I was excited I was really
1: excited about but I was nervous too because I just started running Mm -hmm. and I didn't know if people were going to want to listen to me talk about running (laughs) (laughs) you know and then I there's always that worry when you get like talking with somebody that we wouldn't get along as funny as that is,
2: yeah, yeah, I've had I- I've had experience on other podcasts before, and like ninety ninety five percent of the time, I would say like people are just awesome anyway, and I I think it probably has a lot to do with your own attitude and how open you are, but um, but there have been times when you're talking to someone and you're just like, no, I don't want to be doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, but with you girls, I mean, you're totally relatable. And I think that's why a lot of people enjoy listening is because they can relate to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Katie, what I you? I try be... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I try to be as real as possible because that's what I'd want to listen
2: to. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, we're just telling our stories and telling them through our eyes or mouths (laughs) so now that I'm like speaking off something like off topic it's so hard for me to express myself but um but yeah I think that that's what people like is that it's it's the reality you know it's it's people say that all the time it's like a reality show listening to us
0: well, I can definitely see where that comment would come from. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're we're just your average runners. I think so. Oftentimes, you're looking for someone who's like you because you want to be able to share that experience, and that what that's what I was hoping going into this. You know, once you had kind of put it out there that you were looking for another person who was training for their half marathon to talk about running and to do a podcast. I was like, man, I just hope that she's on the same page I am, because I'm going to hate it if <laughs> being the competitive person I am, I'm going to hate it if she's blowing me out of the water every week. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you want to be able to have that camaraderie with somebody. You want to feel like you share something with them, that you have contributed to this in some way, shape, or form. And I think we've all... We all can say that we've done that you know we've come so far since that first show to where we are now and a lot of our listeners have been there with us from day one and if they haven't they can always go back and listen and Mm. and see where we started out as opposed to where we are now so it's it's just been really great and all of the things that have come along with it, not only the show and, and how well we have all done going into the show, but also, like you mentioned, Sue, the friendship that we got out of it, you know, the races that we've gotten to do together each year and and how smoothly meeting everybody has gone. It's, mm-hmm. it's not awkward. Of course, there's a few moments when you first meet somebody where you're still learning about them and figuring them out, but... I think it's pretty safe to say that that first race that we did together where we all got together that first day, it, it was natural, you know, because we feel like we talk to each other as normal human beings every
2: week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already knew each other at that point.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's interesting. Um, you talked about how when you were coming into it, wanting to like be on the same wavelength and being competitive. And I really think it's interesting that... We all like came in like we're all very similar in pace, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we've each gone through ups and downs in our training and ha- have had good races and bad races, um, and it's it's cool to see that while we can compete with each other kind of on the show, but we we also like cheer each other on too, um, and I I think that's just true of the running community in general. But I love that we're all like. Right about the same level. Like it, it makes it so easy to compare. Like I do a lot of comparison, looking for similarities in people rather than differences, because that's how I um, relate to people is by finding things that we have in common. Um, mm-hmm. And so I do that a lot. People notice, and people have complained about, it, especially season one on the show, where I'm constantly comparing myself to to you girls, but. And I don't, certainly don't mean to do it in a bad way. It's trying to find common ground. And something else that I think is interesting is, um, I think that the show itself has improved quite a bit from, from the beginning. Um, hopefully, in some ways, for with the sound quality and the technical aspects, you know, I'm, I'm not the best at that stuff, but I try to make the show sound good. Um, but but in addition to that i think that um conversation flows better than before when we you know we didn't really know each other yet and it was maybe a little more forced in some ways mhm the the conversation wasn't as natural and right. um and maybe i feel like a lot of that was me too like trying to trying to force things in a specific direction i tend to do that anyway <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm happy with you know how the show's been going and um very impressed with the consistency of recording um i feel like you know i i can be a little relaxed about well you know if if we're not if we can't do a show this week that's fine we'll just push it off till next week or whatever um But you girls are like consistently, you know, you have a lot going on in your lives and you're still there almost every week. And, you know, there's there's times where things come up. We just can't do it that week or at that on that day or at that time, whatever. But over two years, we've been fairly consistent putting out shows. And I'm really proud of that and thankful to you girls that you keep showing up every week to do it. (laughs)
0: Well, I think that goes to show how much we all enjoy it. You know, you, you make time for what you love. And not only does that go with running, but also talking about running for all of us. Yeah. So, uh it's it's been a great two years and I'm excited to see what else it has in store.
2: Yeah. I think about that too, like I you know, I, I tried to reinvent the show I guess after season one. Where season one, we were all training to run our first half marathon. And then after we did it, it's like, okay, what now? <laughs> right. Um, so season two, we were training to run a half marathon together in preparation for the Divas race. And then after that, it was, you know, the day of the Divas race where we were talking about, okay, what are we going to do in season three? And we all had that common goal of, you know, running a 5K in under 30 minutes. And now it's like we're, we're still working towards that. You know, I, I've reached that goal. I'm, I have very big fears that I'm going to slip down below 30 minutes again. And that very well could happen as I become detrained with taking time off from an injury. Um, but, but I still want you girls to get there. So like, there's no, there's no need to, you know, call an end to season three. Until you girls have hit that goal. And if season three goes on for however long, that's fine. Um, (laughs) But I also like to add new elements to the show. Like at the end of each season, think about, okay, what did I like about what we did this year? And and what could we do differently? And so um, adding the charity challenge in season two. I think created a new level of listener participation. That's something else that, you know, I really, I really enjoy doing is getting other runners involved. And I'm so grateful that we have an audience that, that wants to be involved and that participates with us, sends us feedback and um, participates in our, when we did the scavenger hunt, which um, was really fun to do and cool to see like the pictures, but at the same time, wasn't really something that the listening audience (laughs) could here you know i mean you'd have to go online to see the pictures and you you're out running listening to a podcast you're not going to be right there browsing pictures on your phone or whatever so so some things i think didn't work (laughs) and and so it's like all right well what what can we do now that's different and fun but also i you know we there's no need to constantly be changing the show but i'm always interested to hear what other people think of the show what ways that we could improve um what needs improvement (laughs) i guess right so um i I don't know do you girls have any thoughts on what you would like to see for the podcast in the future any any changes or um, whether you would like it to just stay the same like what are your thoughts on that
0: I really would like to see the podcast continue to grow its audience mm-hmm. um, because I think the more feedback and the more interaction, again, Sue, like you just said, we have an audience that participates. <laughs> to me, that, that's a really great aspect of our show. You know, we include the feedback on every show. We have the hotline. And in learning what others are doing, it makes us better in yeah. running and, and as a show. Um, so I definitely want to try to continue to grow our, our base, our audience base. And, you know, as we do our annual races, I would love to see a bigger meetup turnout. You yeah. know, it was so great to meet a couple of our listeners at the superhero half this year in New Jersey. So I'm, I'm really excited whatever race we do next year to see maybe how many we have turnout for a meetup there.
2: Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I've been talking a lot in the past about how I'd love to do a Ragnar relay or something similar to that so that we could Mm -hmm. get like a a group of girls that we can run with and like work with as a team and have like a runner girls team. And I just thought that would be so much fun. It's a little bit cost prohibitive, though. So that's that's the part that would take a lot of work. Like, how would we work that part out? Um, But that would be a really interesting experience to do in the future sometime (laughs) what do you think Megan
1: I love talking to you guys so I definitely want to keep this show going and I agree with growing our audience and getting more participation because I feel like you know sometimes we come up with these great ideas and then we don't hear much back from the listeners like Mm -hmm. when we talked about doing the New Jersey half and we didn't really hear anything back from them and a lot of people haven't really said, "Hey, you should come here and do a race here." So we haven't. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Does that make sense? Yeah. I I guess it also depends. Like, okay, how many listeners do we have in the New Jersey area? I mean, we knew we had Tammy, and she showed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and then Samantha drove up from Maryland, so that she could she could run the race with us, which or uh, run the race and meet up with us. Um, so I I guess it does depend on how many runners are in that area, but that's definitely a good point about growing the audience um, and having more participation. And I, I feel like I probably don't promote the show as much as I, as I could um, because I'm, I'm happy with it (laughs) Um, and I don't want to like pester people at the same time. Um, But I I feel like I, I could do more, at least asking for iTunes reviews because Getting bumped up on iTunes is huge for getting new eyes on, on the show, um, and so that that's one thing that I should mention more on the show is, hey, if you haven't yet left us an iTunes review, that would be really, really awesome because those do us a lot of good, and I think the last iTunes review we had was from January. Actually, Teresa from Neon is My Color recently promoted us on her page and said that she would offer, um, come up with some kind of contest for people who left iTunes reviews for us. So thanks to Teresa for doing that. I don't know if anybody did it. Um, (laughs) One thing that I think is a possible issue there is that she has um, a very popular running blog. But I think a lot of people that subscribe to her Facebook page may not necessarily be people who listen to podcasts. So they may come over and like our page, but that doesn't mean they're going to download our show and listen to it. So um, so I want to reach out to the people who have found us and listen to us. And if you enjoy us, please do leave us an iTunes review because that gets us uh, way more visibility than anything else. You know, I can shout at the top of my lungs all over Facebook and Reddit but I've done that in the past and it doesn't it doesn't reach very far (laughs) you know so Megan what do you think about doing the show in the future is there anything that you would change about it I don't know I like it the way it
1: is and I definitely can't think of anything to do different
2: yeah that's fine I don't I'm not saying our show needs to be changed I'm just curious what you girls think about (laughs) it
1: Yeah, I like it the way it is. I mean, I might think of something crazy out there in the future, but right now I can't. <laughs> okay.
2: Good. Just as long as you girls are happy, I am happy. And and there'll always be little things I think that we might throw in to to change, you know, change things up whether it's we're working towards a new goal or a new um a new element to the show that might seem like a lot of fun, but I think the the main, the, the you know, the main format of the show isn't gonna change. It's still gonna be we're talking about our training, we're gonna talk about a weekly topic. There'll always be a main running topic that we talk about, and then we'll have the feedback, we'll have the recommends, we'll have run a girl of the week, and that's not going to change. Um I love having the Run a Girl of the Week and highlighting a runner on Daily Mile because I feel like it encourages people to join Daily Mile and, um, you know, join a running community. But in addition to that, like, you know, I think a lot of people get a kick out of having their name mentioned on the show. And um, I think that's fun. So that's one of my favorite things. And um, I I don't want that to change. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the show. Uh, I love that we're still doing this and that you girls keep coming back. (laughs) I kind of feel like this is like, it's, you know, it was, it was my baby in the beginning. And um, just the fact that, that you girls have completely embraced this and love it too. And, and that the audience has like, I'm, I'm just so happy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Well, um, did you girls want to say anything else about that? Just thank you, Sue, for
0: having the idea and putting it all together. Um, I know that you do the majority of the work every week with the editing and publishing. And so thank you for doing all that. I know that you're busy as well. And Megan, thank you so much for participating. You know, it's so great to get to talk to you girls every week and to the audience. Thank you for listening. We hope you continue to do that. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ditto. (laughs) I agree too. Are you girls ready to talk about our run a girl recommends? Yes always okay okay my recommend this week is something that i was researching a few weeks ago when i went on my um biking kick and i (laughs) rode my bike out to portsmouth and back and did like 25 miles um i noticed um i've always noticed that uh, On the roads that are near my house, they have signs for the the Eastern Trail. And I didn't know very much about it until I was looking for a good bike route to Portsmouth. And um, I I went to the Eastern Trail website and discovered that not only does the Eastern Trail cover 65 miles of Maine from, I believe it's from Kittery, basically the bridge from Kittery to Portsmouth from that area down to or up to I think Casco Bay something like that Um, it's it's a good 65 miles of the main coastline and it's basically just um, it's roads that are marked out for um, biking and for you know pedestrians or whatever um, to get around the state and in addition to that it's actually part of this bigger thing called the East Coast Greenway that goes from Maine all the way down the East Coast to the very bottom tip of Florida. And I had no idea that this thing existed, but it's a large network of trails that will connect um, Talies, Maine with Key West, Florida. And it even goes through Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where you ah. are, Katie,
1: uh-huh.
2: and um, all the way down the length of Florida. But it's like the far east side of Florida, so it doesn't come over to where you are in Tampa, Megan. It's the other side. But I just think that's so cool that this this huge network of trails and roadways designated for um, cyclists goes all the way down to Florida from Maine and. Goes through all of our states, and that's cool so i'm um, I'm not quite um into really really long distance bike rides yet, but there is a little part of me that says someday <laughs> someday it would be cool to travel that- the whole East coast just going down the East Coast Greenway, so anyway, that is my recommend if you are on the East Coast. Check to find out if um, the East Coast Greenway runs through your state and if it's near you. Um, it's just a really great opportunity to explore more of your state and the areas around you through uh, roads that are designated you know, like safe for bikers. So, um, so that is my recommend this week. Katie, what is your recommend?
0: My recommend is a throwback to what I mentioned earlier in the show. Some exercise happened this week. It just wasn't running. Um, The bride became obsessed with Pure Bar leading up to her wedding. And Pure Bar is basically what I describe as evil ballet. (laughs) It's, uh, (laughs) It's a very targeted, intense training, resistance training mostly, Um, not necessarily using any kind of big heavy weights or machinery. It's all about isolating small muscles using small movements. But let me tell you what, that next day you will feel it. If you do what the instructor says and you really push yourself in the class, you will feel it. It's a great workout. I had taken one class before, but she wanted to take a class the morning of her wedding. Mm -hmm. So we all got up at 6.30 in the morning and went to Pure Bar and took a class. Yes, very dedicated she was. Um, But, again, it's a great workout. And she did it probably for three months leading up to the wedding and looked incredible. It's great for toning, uh, really working small muscles that you might not doing other various forms of exercise. So if you're looking for especially a form of cross training that's a little bit different than what you always see in the gym or you know your regular kickboxing or yoga classes, Definitely check out and see if there's a pure BAR in your area. It's BAR, the French spelling, B-A-R-R-E. And we'll provide links, of course, in the show notes. Um, And the really great thing is if there is a studio in your area, the first class is free. So you can take it, check it out, see if you like it, and then go from there. Hmm. So... Again, if you're looking for something a little bit different to switch up your cross
2: training workouts, check out Pure Bar. Awesome. Yeah, I am very interested in that. Um, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to be a ballerina. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah? Yeah. Um, I just thought they just looked so elegant and graceful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, however, am not very graceful. <laughs> so, um, but but it's it's still very enticing idea of learning some ballet in the form of exercise and targeting some of those muscles that hmm maybe you know strengthening some of those little tiny muscles in your butt (laughs) would be helpful in avoiding certain injuries. (laughs) I guess. So that's interesting. And if the first class is free, then there's no reason not to try it out. So I'll have to see if there's anything around me that does that. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So Megan, what is your recommend tonight? My recommend this week is a little bit silly, but (laughs) it is
1: many wine bottles They come in a pack of four. And um, I had gotten one at my sister's bridal shower and just stuck it in the fridge and forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. And then I decided I wanted wine, and I poured it into a glass, and it was a perfect glass of wine. I was like, oh, this is cool, because I think I've mentioned on the show before how I'll drink wine, but not very often, and usually only a glass at a time. And so I'll have a bottle that sits in my fridge for a month before I touch it again I know it's like wine sacrilege
2: but (laughs) that does not happen in my house
1: (laughs) apparently I'm the only one who does that I find nobody else knows what I'm talking about when I say that (laughs) like leftover wine what I don't know what you're talking about that's not a thing with these it's not for me so and they come kind of individualized and I was able to just put one in the fridge and then drink one. And it was a it was a large glass of wine. It was a good-sized glass of wine. But it was wine, and I didn't have to worry about leaving an open bottle or cork or anything. And I found them at my Walmart in the wine aisle. That
2: is awesome. Yeah, um, Jeff has bought those for me on, on a couple of occasions. And normally I just tell him just to get me the normal size bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's more in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that store that I mentioned at the top of the show, Market Basket, the only store around that I've seen that sells them individually. So you can get them like two for a buck or something.
1: Oh. Something like
2: that. See, I'm telling you, this store is awesome. <laughs> and we need to save it. Save Market Basket. But that is, that's awesome. Yeah, mini wine bottles. Any specific brand? I am a big fan of Barefoot Moscato.
1: That's what I drink, and um, I know they have it. I wasn't able to find it at my Walmart. Mm. I got Sutter Home instead, which is still decent wine. It's not my Barefoot, but...
2: Yeah, Barefoot's a really great, like, cheap brand of good wine.
1: Yes, and that's why I like them, cheap and good, two of my favorite things. Yeah.
2: I drink red wine more than white wine, but, um, you know, I'll drink anything, but... um... (laughs) But yeah, you just you can't go wrong with barefoot. So very cool. Thank you for the recommend. And um, don't drink before race night, (laughs) which is another (laughs) thing that I did this past week. I wonder if that was my problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, I didn't drink before my race night. I was good. I wanted to. We have Friday happy hour. Ten dollars for all you can drink for three hours.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, Uh, you are smarter than me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, I have had a couple of races I remember doing after drinking. Yeah. I'm
2: remembering one hungover five miler. I don't drink enough to get hungover. I know I know my limits. <laughs> but yeah. If I drink before race night I always follow it with water, but I'm sure I'm not as hydrated as I should be, having had the alcohol. Listeners, don't do what we do, okay? Just don't <laughs> <laughs> So up next, we have Runner Girl of the Week.
1: Our Runner Girl of the Week this week is Evelyn. And she ran 10 miles in 2 hours and 14 minutes and said, My longest run has gotten longer. First 10 miles ever. Whoop, whoop. 13.1 miles does not seem so far away now.
2: Awesome.
1: And I love when... Our listeners or my daily mile friends hit double digits for the first time or PRA distance and training because it's such a great feeling.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 10 miles is a very impressive milestone. That's awesome. Great job, Evelyn. And just a reminder that all of our runner girls of the week are chosen from our daily mile feeds. So if you would like to friend us on Daily Mile and possibly be a future runner girl, all of our daily mile links are on the sidebar of our website at runnergirlspodcast.com. All right, up next is feedback. Ooh. So we got a comment on our blog at runnergirlspodcast.com from Laura, and she says, Hi, ladies. I picked up your podcast after reading about it in an interview someone did with, I think it was Woman's Running Magazine. Not 100% sure, though. It's taken me four weeks, but I finally caught up with your podcasts. I've been listening to them on my commute to and from work and when I'm running errands. I'm sure people are wondering what the hell is making me laugh. The podcasts have been a good source of information regarding training plans and especially your Run-A-Girl recommends. I'm now on Daily Mile 2 where I can log and post all my runs without bombarding the hell out of people on my Facebook page. You girls have also inspired me to train for a half marathon next May as I completed both a 5 and 10K race this year. And I'm like, well, if you real women can do it, then so can I. It's really refreshing to hear real people talk about the triumphs, struggles, success, and what they have while running, which I can relate to as opposed to reading about it in magazines. Keep it and many thanks, Laura from Burnaby, British Columbia, Canada so uh, thank you so much Laura for the feedback um and you know listening to all of our podcasts in four weeks (laughs) awesome (laughs) um I hope you're not burned out on us yet and that is cool did you really read about us in a magazine because um when you sent that feedback and I read that I was like what are we famous and I didn't know it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um, I'm dying to hear if anybody has read about us in Woman's Running magazine or another magazine. Definitely let us know because I want to buy that issue. Um, but thank you for the feedback, and good luck on your half marathon, Laura, Let us know how it goes.
0: Our next bit of feedback comes from Jennifer who posted to our Facebook wall at facebookcom podcast. And she says, I've just started listening to your podcast, currently on Season 1, Episode 6, and I am loving it. I just finished the Couch to 5K program and started using the Zombies Run app to keep up my running through my first 5K in October. Thanks so much for a great podcast. I'm enjoying learning all this running knowledge while at work. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that we um, can share the knowledge that we do have with you. (laughs) But if you're only on Season 1, I promise it gets better. We learn as we go, right, ladies? Yes. (laughs) Um, But also, I'm really excited to know that you are liking the Zombies Run app as well. And good luck on your first 5K. Let us know how it goes.
2: Yeah, people keep bringing this up, Zombies Run, in our feedback. Um, And I keep trying it again. Um, I used it a couple weeks ago. and. It totally messed up my music and then the app stopped playing. So I I have never gotten through the first run of Zombies Run. It just keeps, every time I try it again, starts over from the beginning because I delete the app and then I end up downloading it again. Um, So I have never gotten to the part where anything actually happens. (laughs) Um, But I'm glad other people are enjoying it. Maybe it works better on Android phones. Can you confirm this, Megan? It works fine on mine. Oh, okay i don't
1: I don't have an iPhone to compare it to, Clearly so i don't... it's time
2: for me to switch phones. <laughs> yes, I think that's a very good idea, yeah, we'll see um <laughs> Megan, you want to take the next one?
1: Sure, if I can get over the ridiculousness of Sue having an Android, <laughs> <laughs> so we also got a Facebook post from Sarah, and she says. Do you girls ever do the thing where you're kind of sore, so you tell yourself, I'll just go out for two miles, and then an hour and five miles later, you finally get home? Yeah,
2: <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I remembered reading this, and I just giggled. Yeah. um, I've done that before. Definitely ran more than I was intending. And I think I posted something on her post, basically to the effect of oh no and I wouldn't go running a race on an injury either (laughs) (laughs) nope not me Um, and our last Facebook post comes from Carol she says just wanted to say happy anniversary you've been such a big part of my own three year running journey thanks for all the hours of runs we've done together (laughs) so um, I just love that thank you for running with us Carol It's cool to think that we're all out there running together, although not, but, you know, virtually. It's great.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I like that aspect of it, too. Yeah.
2: So that is it for the feedback. Don't forget, in addition to email and Facebook, you can also tell us about your run on our Runner Girls Hotline at 206-337-4715, and don't forget we'll be starting our 2014 Charity Challenge in August. So start thinking about which fall race and target time you will be aiming for. Challenge entries are $5, the participants who get closest to their target times get awesome prizes including custom race medals, and all proceeds go to charity. Alright, so that brings us to the end of the show, and I picked a quote tonight that was relevant to my race experience on Sunday, and the quote is, Nothing, not even pain, lasts forever. If I can just keep putting one foot in front of the other, I will eventually get to the end, and that's by Kim Cowart, and this is basically how I felt um, halfway through my 10K race. When I was starting to have a lot of pain and I mean, I guess maybe the smartest thing would have been to just call it quits at that point, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't going to, I just wanted to get it done. And so I was just concentrating on moving forward, getting up those hills and trying to do it with the least amount of pain I could manage. Um, So just, just a reminder that, you know, and, and this goes for life too, not just running, you know, nothing lasts forever pain doesn't last forever. Eventually you will get over it. Whether it's the pain of a race or the pain of an injury that feels ridiculous and unbearable, um eventually it will end. So just keep putting one foot in front of the other. I like that too. Very much. Thank you. Megan, do you want to close us out?
1: Absolutely. That's it for episode 44 of season three. Join us next time when we'll be talking about piriformis syndrome in our injury series. If you have any comments, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast or tweet to us at runnergirlshow on Twitter. All episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.